and welcome to the Habits and Home Show. I'm your host, Lisa Lazat, and I help busy moms bring order to their homes by downsizing and decluttering and ditching old habits in exchange for systems that bring peace and more enjoyment to their lives. If you're a mom trying to show the love of Jesus to your family, but the clutter in your home keeps you overwhelmed and frustrated, you have come to the right place. On this podcast, you will hear easy step-by-step tips to declutter and create systems so you can keep your home organized and finally walk in the peace God has promised you. Need some accountability? I've got you covered there too. Join the Accountability Club, a community of like-minded mamas decluttering and systemizing our homes together. Are you ready, friend? Let's get started. Hey friends, and welcome to the show. If you're new around here, I like to talk about simplifying your home through decluttering and minimalism, systemizing your routines, and sustaining organization with daily home management habits. Did you catch that alliteration? (laughs) It was simplifying, systemizing, and sustaining. And that's a lot of what I talk about on this podcast. And I also talk about having a three-step routine, no more than three. If you are somebody who struggles with your ADHD or even trying to stay focused on a task, I like to make things very, very simple. And I like to narrow things down to just three steps. So you will find that repeated a lot throughout my episodes. On today's episode, I am sharing with you my New Year's reset routine. And yes, it's only three steps. And I want to encourage you and inspire you to create your own New Year's reset. Over the years, I have done these resets, developed these resets. It started with just resetting my kitchen sink. I woke up every day with dirty dishes in my sink, and I realized that I wasn't serving my best self for the next day. I wasn't parenting myself and taking care of my personal self-care. And so what I started when I started this habit of resetting, I started with just one thing. And as my capacity expanded through the process of decluttering and minimizing, I was able to create space and capacity to develop even more reset habits. So if you are just getting started with these resets, I really recommend starting with a daily reset. And I have a guide for you to get started with that. It's called my daily reset checklist. You can go to habitsandhome.com to download it for free. But I'm going to share with you what my New Year's reset is. So in case you are wanting to start fresh and reset something at the beginning of the year, hopefully this will give you some ideas. Okay, so diving right in to resetting my new year, I came up with three things that are the baseline. These are the bare minimum for my new year reset ritual. And I focus on these three things because I found that they set me up for a really good and productive year. Just like you gotta think about what you need to reset in the evening to have a better tomorrow, and what you need to reset on the weekend to have a better week, what you need to reset um, at the end of the month to have a better next month, and each quarter as well, okay? So I love having these reset checkpoints. So for me, at the beginning of the year, I, I reset these three things. Number one is my calendars and my planners. 
Number two, the photos on my phone. And number three, my tax folder. So what I'm gonna do is go through each one of those and give you some ideas of why I chose these three things. And maybe you can come up with your own three tasks or three steps for your new year reset. You, you can steal mine if you want to, or just piggyback off of me until you develop what you actually need and what serves you for the year. But I really want to just share with you this whole concept or this whole idea of having a checkpoint at the beginning of the year where you reset these bare minimum tasks. Okay. So number one, my calendars and my planners. I used to be terrible at keeping a paper planner. I used to be terrible at keeping any calendar, any planner whatsoever, but I started with just one thing. And that one thing was developing and putting together a digital shared calendar with my husband. He was much better at keeping up with dates and calendars way better than I was. And so it was actually his idea to share his calendar with me. I didn't use it for a really long time though, but when I decided that I wanted to be a more organized person, I wanted to take on that identity of being organized. Remember, when you take on the identity and you start identifying as that person, your actions will start validating who that person actually is. So if you say, I'm an organized person, you will start acting as an organized person. If you are a smart person and you say, I am a smart person, you will start acting as a smart person. If you are a person who is on time and you identify as that person, then you will strive to be on time. That will be something that is important to you. Okay. So as I was developing and becoming a more organized person, I started using my digital shared calendar with my husband. And so that's where it started first. Then I learned about time blocking and that led me to loving the weekend reset of resetting my planner, my paper planner. And then from there, my kids got older and they wanted to know what we were doing from day to day. So that led me to add on a family calendar on the wall because at that time, my kids didn't have phones and so they didn't, weren't able to see what was on our digital calendar. So I started with just one calendar at a time. If you wanna be somebody who plans better, who keeps up with dates better, start with just one go-to calendar. Don't get overwhelmed. If, if, if it overwhelms you to keep up with the paper planner and you've bought the paper planner for several years in a row, but it remains empty, then that means that you're not prioritizing it. So what I would do is put it in a spot where you're actually going to see it. Maybe lay it out on your kitchen counter and have a mom office where it's on your kitchen counter. It's laid out. It's your go-to. You are referencing it. You are looking at it daily and you're creating a daily routine with your calendar. Okay. So what my new year reset looks like for me remember I'm a couple of years into this than you probably are, is I go, I love going to the store and I, I actually love feeling and looking at planners and everything, but I have found this one paper planner. It's actually called the at a glance harmony planner. And I'll put a link in the description so that you can grab it from Amazon. If you'd like, I love this planner and I've learned how to time block on this planner. So I grabbed that one. 
I also look at our digital planner and if we need to add any dates for the new year. Now that is a an ongoing planner, so it really doesn't need to be refreshed or anything. Um, and then I buy a new wall calendar for our kitchen. I like to keep it very minimal. So I get the desk kind of like what you would lay on a desk at work and it has it all laid out. It's pretty big. I'll post that link in the description as well if you want to see the one that I'm using. Okay, so that's the first thing that I like to do in my New Year's reset is I like to reset my calendars and my planners. Number two, and this kind of takes a whole month to do, is I like to reset the photos on my phone. And we're actually doing this in the Accountability Club this month. We are going through all of the photos in our phone for 2023, purging them, highlighting only the ones that are the most important to us, getting them in a storage system off of our phone, removing them from our phones so that they are safe and stored somewhere else. And then we are creating a family yearbook together inside the accountability club. So if you need some encouragement and accountability with purging and organizing the photos on your phone, make sure you click the link below and get inside the accountability club this month. You get two live coaching calls with me. You cannot beat that. All right. So I reset my photos on my phone. I purge them. I highlight the ones that I want to represent that year. I create a family photo book. I remove them off my phone, put them on an external hard drive, as well as upload them to an online storage based system that I don't have to pay for. <laughs> You'll learn about that inside the accountability club. I'll give you all my tips and tricks for storing your digital photos. So that is the second thing that I reset is my digital photos. And then the third thing, which is actually really easy, is I create a file folder for collecting our tax documents because they're gonna start rolling in at the beginning of the year and I don't want to lose them. I don't want them to be scattered all over the place. The thing that y'all are probably struggling with your paper filing system is that you don't have a clear filing system. You have papers stuffed in drawers or lying on your kitchen counter because your husband brings in the mail and you don't want to deal with it. Well, you need to have a filing system for your family documents. Um, that's something that I go over with my personal coaching clients. We talk about uh, what their mail routine looks like and I share with them what my mail routine and my mail system looks like. So if you don't have a system for filing the important papers for your family, then I really recommend that you do that because it's going to make you feel better organized plus you're going to know what your daily system is. You know what your routines are going to be. And that's half the battle is knowing where things go. And so when you designate a place where these things go, they don't have to sit around, collect clutter, and you're not procrastinating, paying bills. You know exactly what to do with everything. All right. So for my tax folder, all I do is grab just a file folder. You can It could be a manila file folder or a you know, like a school folder, just something that will collect your tax documents as they start rolling in. And then I sit down with my husband and I say, okay, let's make a list of everything that we need to claim on our taxes. And on the outside of that folder, I will just write on the folder things that I am waiting to come in. And as they come in, I check them off and I stick them in that folder. I have just found this reset for my tax folder to help me be better organized when we are filing our taxes. And that's it. That's my entire New Year's reset. All I do is reset my calendars and my planners, 
feels like a fresh start when I do that. I reset the photos on my phone and then I reset our tax folder. Now I wanna ask you, what three things would serve you better going into the new year? What three things do you want to add to your new year reset routine? Now, if you wanna share what your new year's reset routine is, click the link below to share on the blog post. All right, friends, I can't wait to see you in the Accountability Club this month as we work through decluttering the photos on our phone and getting them better organized. All right, I will see you right here next time on the Habits and Home Show. Hey friend, before you go, I wanted to tell you more about the Accountability Club. Each month, we'll tackle a new space in our homes and work together to declutter and set up systems so we can easily maintain order without getting overwhelmed. You'll get a new decluttering tutorial each month, the coaching and accountability you need to actually follow through, and encouragement without judgment from other Christian moms in a safe environment. And guess what? The entire club is off of social media, so you don't have to worry about distractions the world may throw at you. Sweet friend, if you're feeling stuck in your decluttering journey, this is the place for you. Click the link below to try out the Accountability Club and start decluttering today.